When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep waters, deep waters, deep waters. Dude, my website is soon be gonna be everything I ever wanted in a website. I'm gonna be able to live stream on my own fucking website. And that nobody else I gotta fucking You're going Oh man, the cut my web it is self-contained, dude. You're going full Alex Jones. I am uh, dude. I mean I crank out so much content because yeah. I'm a crazy person. Yeah. I mean, I'm a crazy person. Like, from the moment I wake up, my brain's like. How do you how do you stop that? I I, I have that same issue. Like all last night, I was having, I was having uh, unhelpful thoughts. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like like so, so my my girlfriend has been a little bit revolutionary for me in a way. I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to hear what you have to say about this because you just got me going on this. So I, did I interrupt your. No, because because your your brain goes like this, and I think all of our our brains, like that, right? Especially probably you and me, because you and I uh, try to we 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 believe we have to fight a little bit, right? Like you believe something bad is coming, and how do we fight it? That's part of what we're all dealing with. You have a conspiracy idea. I have I have an I have a different idea, but it's similar. Like it's it's a siege mentality. I I, I share your pessimism about the future i just happen to have a but uh, i, I got i think i that. worry about pin that, I, pin that thought yeah, i worry more about my my side of it is ideology coming like ideas coming out of certain areas and dysfunction your idea your your it, your idea is it's actually being planned or orchestrated and organized by a group and what's really interesting about your conspiracy idea and my idea is that they do I'm right, they you're do wrong. well they do converge in a way because what 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 i would say is that there is a there has been a collective group think that's gone on but it's way more decentralized in in terms of like there are certain french philosophers like jacques derrida foucault etc who are postmodernist kind of you know um uh, Those uh, could easily be Marxist. characters in Mortal Kombat they could as well. Be. They could be. They could be. And when you look at these people in their lives, they were not happy people. They had a lot of defeat in their lives, and they sat around kind of thinking about what's wrong with the world. But what what I think is interesting is that the way I look at it is that that's that's that certain ideas like a virus infect people's brains and they spread. And when those ideas infect people's brains and spread, it becomes a collective movement. But more importantly, what I was going to try to say to you is this. Like you and I have this, you know, we, we have this sort of siege mentality, right? And the world's, we got to somehow protect the world. Like you're a guy, you are a guy who wants to protect the world. Like you hate injustice. I know that. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I hate a bully and I hate injustice and I hate when I can't fight back. And so I, I, what my girlfriend said the other day is she goes, when you go to, when you hang with my family, anybody in my family, it's always about what's wrong with the world. Jeff Bezos is censoring books. Um, big tech is censoring parlor, whatever it might be. There's always something going on in the world. Wow. Uh, the Biden administration has got transgender wow. women. 
And so what happens is around the dinner table or around so all when we're you talking your family, about you're saying your immediate family, uh, you, your kids, or when you hang out with your parents, my parents, my, my sister, my, we were just all raised this way. So what happens in a lot of families and my family's, I mean, they're all great, but what happens is two things I feel with people in general, you sit around if you're a, and, and you, if you're, if you're quote unquote, if you if you read and you're quote unquote educated, and I'm using quotes heavily here, yes, because what you're doing is you're reading about what's wrong in the world. The reason you read the newspaper a lot of times is because these are events that are abnormalities, and we're reading about what happened. Something happened, and usually if it's some, you're going to sell something that happened if it's bad. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you're in this cycle where all you're talking about is how fucked up the world is. And then if you're a dude like me, you have, you get into fight mode. You, you're fucking stressed. You got we got to do something about this. And what happens when you do that is you miss all the people in front of you and all the shit that's going on. That's Your kids great. playing and stuff yes. like that. Just the, the joys of yes. life. So, so what I'm doing is I'm not going to solve my girlfriend goes, you're not going to solve the homeless problem in Venice. You're not going to solve the censorship problem with big tech. You're not, she went through the whole list and she goes, but the whole time you're in a negative state of mind and in a siege mentality and fight mentality, you're missing just the fact that it's a beautiful fucking day right now. And that guy's juggling over there on the beach. And I went, I was like, damn, man, damn. Dude, that's, you're, you're, she's and very she goes, wise. did it ever occur to you to stop fighting, including for yourself? And I, I mean, I'm 54, dude. Now, now that doesn't sound like a revolutionary thing to say. You don't look a day over 60. Goddamn right I don't. But that, and, and even that, stop fighting, stop fighting, stop fighting gravity, just be, <laughs> whatever it might be. Like, once she said that, she goes, why don't you stop fighting? Why don't you just stop fighting in general? And I went, I was like, fuck. And I really meditated on that. And I, I got to tell you, I had a great time with my son the other day because I wasn't trying to do anything. I was you just trying what, to be there with him. I, I, I really am vibing what you're saying. And I I know that comes off like I'm consumed with righting wrongs. I, I, I have gone through this situation where like when you become really awake, not woke, but awakened mm -hmm. to what is going on, you want to fix it. Mm. And, you know, even on this show, as you like slowly fu fucking kick and scream with coming to what is actually going on, which makes the show excellent, uh, you know, there becomes this thing where you want to save the world. But, you know, as I go down this and this is like, you know, Eddie Bravo for his everybody thinks that guy is crazy. That dude is probably the most Zen dude I know created an empire is jujitsu jesus and you know but man, such, a, such a good guy such a good guy dude would true would doesn't wouldn't want to make a dollar off you no would do he anything could, he could make so much he makes money but he can make so much more money off his jujitsu. so much money and, and he's like not interested like if, he, if he if he talked to a real business guy and organized <laughs> pricing structure Eddie's not like that. Eddie's a purist. Yeah. He's an artist. So an artist. about, I'd say, six or seven months ago, Eddie was like, I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of done with it. If you don't see it by now, there's nothing I can do for you. And that kind of hit with me, man. And so I've been studying, and like, the more and more I study spirituality, the more I realize, like, if I really want to change the world, I have to change myself. It, it is it is this thing that I'm getting into, abundance versus scarcity, okay? 
you know, helping the people around me is the best way to change the world. Not just homeless people, but my friends, people I love, my family, like helping them with abundance, meaning helping them get opportunity to change their life. And that's when you really start to make to to make change in the world because so many people's problems are just what they see on their screen. Yeah. And we yeah. see that in comedy, Brian. How many times in particular white women over 40, I do a joke about it, come to you and tell you they're offended by a joke about somebody else that isn't there, but if they were there, they would be offended, right? And so they're getting, a, they're literally cashing in oppression that they're not going through. They're it's not even girls in their 40s. There was a girl in, Which in Virginia Beach. Which that was a joke, Beach. obviously. Yeah. There's a girl in Virginia Beach who was 22 and got up because my, my opener had made a joke about homeless people and complained to the management and said, why is he making fun of homeless people? It's like, honey, you missed the whole fucking thing. I know you just got out of college or you're in college, but you're just missing all of life. It, in a way, she's suffering from the same disease I am. She's trying to fight and yes. missing the comedy up there. And that's what I've been doing. You can't miss the fucking comedy up there, man. So so I get in this place. It's like I can't change anything. I bring awareness to people hurting children. And that's, to me, what I have to do. If I knew somebody was, if I knew a child was actually getting hurt by somebody, I go, fuck that dude up. If, I, if you could prove it to me, that without a doubt, I go, fuck that guy up. I would fuck him up and gladly do a little jail time. You know? But outside of that, if I live in that world, I will go nuts and get depressed. And I'm like, if I'm trying to change the world, what is the point of changing the world and making it better if you're going to make yourself miserable in, there, the, in the process? There's a guy named Richard Walter who's an FBI profiler, serial killer profile. He actually wrote, he wrote the sort of, um, the it's like the double helix sort of the, the, the code for how someone becomes a serial killer. It's it, it, there's a book called M from the murder room. And I heard about it on an NPR, this fucking guy with a bunch of retired detectives solves cold cases. Now he's a guy, why is he so good at, at serial killer stuff? He, he specializes in sadism, the worst serial killers. And what he did was he was interviewing as a psychologist, he was interviewing thousands of criminals every year because they would come through and he would he would interview them and he would interview the worst of the worst and he started to develop like cuz he's a psychologist he started to develop patterns and understanding cuz when you do it for 10 15 20 years and you're listening to people you start to you pick up patterns you start to talk to them about how they became a serial killer what what were the what were the thing what was your family like how do you think and he gives he, he talks about how he gives um Lectures to the FBI, Scotland Yard. He's one of those guys who can look at a crime scene and tell you what happened. He did that with Scotland Yard. He was American. He came to Scotland Yard and he saw, they, they showed him a picture and it was of a barber shop and the guy was bludgeoned to death, the barber, and his dick had been cut off and thrown in the trash can. And the Scotland Yard had solved the problem, but this guy looked at it for five minutes, but they took Scotland Yard uh, nine months and he looked at it for five minutes and said, I got it. He was cutting. Go, he, yep. Go ahead. He was he fucking somebody's chick. No. Ah. He was damn. fucking. He was cutting a boy's hair. He would. He, he used to. He would cut a boy. It was the kid was about eleven or whatever, and he would cut his hair. And his father he found out that the barber was was molesting him. So I was right. Yeah. 
So he was molesting the boy. But so I the, said he was fucking somebody. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So I the, get so into the, that, yeah. too. So the, so the father came in uh, after hours, bashed his head and cut his dick off and threw it in the trash. Because your dick is a piece of shit. You used it on my, my kid. I'm going to cut it off. So he, he's one of those guys. Anyway, he specialized with these terrible crimes. And one of the things he says is that um, he has young, hardcore, kind of young FBI detectives like, I want to do what you do. I want to I break serial killer cases and stuff. And he said, no, you don't. No, you don't. You think you do until you see the kinds of crimes I deal with. Until you see the kind of people I have to interview. Until you see the kinds of crimes that we have to we have to crack and what they've actually done to people, including children. He goes, it's very few people. It will ruin your life. Oh, yeah. And you you can't, you don't want to come into the underworld. This is the underworld. This is the darkness. And and somebody said yeah. to him, somebody, the, the interviewer said, well, how do you deal with it? And he said, well, I'm a very eccentric person. And I'm a very, very different kind of person. Um, and, and frankly... Um, you know, he's, he lives on Diet Coke, cigarettes, and coffee. And uh, and he's a weird guy. But he said, make strong bonds with your family and live life and don't don't come into my world. White girl, don't go in there. 100%. White girl, which, by the way, white girl, don't go in there. We have those shirts for sale. Have you seen them? Thanks to Sam Tripoli. Yeah, on the website, BrianCallen.com. White girl, don't go in there. We have a video. Did you see the video? No. Bring that up, that video. Did you? Did, did Danny send it to you? Did you cut it? You cut it together. Yeah, yeah. Watch this. So, so it's like it's like in life. Sometimes you got to not go. You got to not go there. Yeah. You know, I mean, even, even though even though every time I go there, I win, and we're going to go there later Fine. on. We have a conspiracy, by the way. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer that DARPA slash oh Facebook thing, God. and I'm going to I'm going to crush, and I'm going to ring that bell. But not yet. But there it is. Don't go. Don't there go. There, white girl. Let me see this. And a lot of places are because of mismanagement. So because of mismanagement. White girl, don't go in there. This is literally a white girl. Don't go in there moment. White girl. <laughs> Don't go there! For a mop. Where's my fuck? bell? Yeah. Where the fuck is that bell? Give me that bell right now, because I gotta ring this fucking right. Don't do it, white girl! No. Don't fuck do it! Brian, right, don't do it! I looked that up because that's not necessarily true. Oh, Brian! And don't so go in there! White girl! White girl! Don't go in! Stop shouting! Your friends are dead! Boris Yeltsin wasn't white girl. an American. He, don't go in He there. wasn't an American don't puppet. Don't go in there, I'd love girl. you to tell the Russians that we. Do not shout! Now. You're dead. That's what I feel is going on right now. I feel like a black guy at a movie theater watching a horror film, yelling at the film. Don't go in there, white girl. You're gonna die. <laughs> How about that? We have pre-sale available now. But that's Sam Triple's genius right there. You're uh, fucking. You're fucking. That's so great, dude. So you gotta put put those up on your uh, on your on your website. So yeah, dude. I'll, you I'll put the click. Uh, I'm gonna put it to uh, where they can buy t-shirts on there, man. Yeah, whatever you want. Brian, where are you gonna be real quick? While we're halfway through this, uh, I'm gonna be in. Um, I'm gonna be in Nashville, Tennessee, at Zany's March 3rd, doing a Big and Hungry live podcast. I'm gonna be in Jacksonville, Florida. Comedy Zone the next day, March 4, 5, and 6, doing stand up at the Comedy Zone. Then I'll be at the. Um, J-I-T-V Speakeasy 
Uh, <laughs> Big and Hungry Live podcast. And I think Sam Tripoli, if we can get him March 10th, is going to come and be a guest. Damn, dude. I want you to come on and do dude, a live what's podcast. What's the JITV speaking? It's, it's Jam in the Van. Jam in the Van. Oh, cool. But I, I want don't you, know, man. Will you come and Gotta do it? Gotta be honest with you, Brian. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I'm very popular right now in the L.A. comedy scene. I don't give a fuck. You're the best. <laughs> I don't care. I, 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 that's hilarious to me because you're the best. And then uh, March 11, 12, 13, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Funny Bone. Uh, I will be in Morris Plain this weekend with my good friend Howie Dewey and Tino Sanchez. We're going to be at the Dojo of Comedy. Then I'm doing my uh, a Crypto Pirate uh, show. I am doing Float Fest. F L O T E Fest in, in Texas. Myself, Tino Sanchez, my buddy Reed Becker is going to be there. Then I'm going back to Kansas City and where we finally, March 27th, I'm in Lombard, Illinois. Go see my, am I in town on the 10th? I don't think I'm here, bud. Tino Sanchez built like me. Tino Sanchez built like me, tapped me, tapped me at will over and over again. He's a black belt. In yeah, he's a black belt. I mean, you, you know, I'm trying to roll with him, do anything, and he's just tapping me with the same move over and over, the same <laughs> darts from any angle. I'm just like, God damn it. You know, I, like I'm he's a black belt. You get a, you get an, if you, if you are a regular guy and you, if Tino grabs you and Tino's like built like me, he's not more muscular than I am. If Tino grabs you and you don't know what you're doing, you're in big trouble. He'll fuck you up yeah, quick. Yeah, I'm with that. And he's such a nice guy, but if he grabs you, I and mean, he if, works you're, with if you're me and, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I box and I used to wrestle, I do a little jujitsu, I, I, you get tapped immediately. Immediately. He'll tap you immediately. Like, so I got to start. I got to roll with him again. Are you kidding? I, can't, I cannot believe you don't have a black belt in jujitsu. I think that's I stopped, probably I the most rolling. shocking thing. I stopped rolling. Why? You were just too I, busy? I'd, I'd wrestled too much as a kid and I didn't give a fuck anymore. Too many I, boners? I just was in my 30s and the, the instructor was was teaching us how to go bring our hand this way or that way. He was like, put the hand, guys. A lot of you guys are this. Put the hand like that to choke. And I was sitting there, uh, and I was 34, 5, I don't know, and I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't care. At one point, I was like, I'm going to get my black belt. I'm going to train every day. And I was like, I just don't care. I I, I just, I lost my interest in That's it. That's why I love, I love Krav Maga, dude. Yeah. Every time I take it, the hour passes. And I'm like, holy shit, the hour's over. And it's, Krav Maga is like, cut the bullshit. We're just, we're not here to do touch butt. Yeah. It's just like, fuck them up. Get out of there. Well, I love the science of boxing. I literally I am the guy. Boxing. I'm the guy. I watch, I watch tutorials. I watch like the, the, the footwork detail and the patterns that they throw because it's all where your feet are. And even though like what, one of the things I realized is I watch the great boxers and I watch like whether it's Canelo sparring or Ryan Garcia or, or just the drills that they do, um, the, like it's way too late for me. It's way too late to ever be a boxer. It'll never happen. But I love I, I used to love learning. I'd watch something on YouTube where I'd learn and then I'd go and try it in sparring. I would try that pattern. Of course, a lot of times it wouldn't work or I'd get punched in the face. But it's been almost five months since I've sparred. Six months, maybe even more. Now, God damn, it's been, it's been nine months because COVID. No, 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 it's been no less than that because I would, I would move around with, uh, with uh, Malik. When, when I say move around, I mean move around, not spar because he can knock me out immediately. But, but there's something about, about that, about that trying to work on shit and see if, you, if it works. And, no, that's not true. Actually, with my buddy Tarek, I actually... We started moving around and he punched me a couple times. We weren't wearing headgear. Oh, dude, what are you? Retarded? No, no, he, he knocked me out. It, it, but he's he's so good that I he can like just touch me. Is he still boxing? My buddy Tarek? No, he he. But he's a coach, high level. 
MMA coach. And he's doing and he stand up now? Tarek. No, no, no. Tarek is enough. Well, who's the kid that now. does the fire in the kids? That's that's Malik. Malik. Yeah, Malik. Don't box with Malik. I is Malik he's good enough to have me stand there and try to hit him with everything I have, and he can block and move and not get hit and then touch me up. But if he wanted to if you said Malik, you have to knock Brian out and Brian's gonna really box you. Without exaggeration, I I do not believe, even if I was trying to run away, I do not believe I would last, I, I would not last 60 seconds. Yeah, for sure. Those guys can hit you from any angle. And I angle. got these T-Rex arms, dude. I know, short arms. I got arms. all this fucking fat, I got, they I can't can hit, cover but even all the, They can hit you anyway, they can hit, so you're here, they can hit you here. You're here, they can hit you here. You're, gonna, you're getting fucked up. It's just a language. It's a different language. Yeah. He's been doing it since he was seven. You know what's so interesting is you brought up like the guy who studied all the, the really nasty human beings and like it took him 10, 15 years. Like, More than, yeah. Yeah, I mean that, think about stand-up comedy. It's like, it takes, 10 years minimum once in a while you'll get a kid who can hit early like a nick swartzen who came out of the you know pablo francisco who came out of the womb like power strong yeah. you know just yeah, like yeah, that's true just nick, right was, out of the nick was like a genius I, i've known nick since he was 21 yeah Literally. i mean when he did his comedy central special which was either 19 or 21 yeah and he, right there, you're like, Jesus. Yeah, I think he best. was. I think he was 19 when I first met him. He was so young. Yeah, and so good, and just fucking right out of the womb. Special, yeah. But most of us, it takes a very long time, and it's very interesting because you mentioned patterns. Like comedians become Jedi's. I remember I did a radio interview one time with Liza Schlesinger, and she laughed when I said that. But it's really the truth, man. You become a Jedi, yeah, and you, you become do. you you learn mind tricks, and that's why it takes so long to get great at it. And you could get good in ten years, but to really master it, you go up. Hey, long thirteen, fifteen, like I, where they I, I really hit a stride. I agree. I agree. To find your voice took me at least that long. I feel like everything is hard for me. Like, I feel like, like somebody said, you know, you've been successful and stuff. I'm like, that's, that's great, dude. I, everything came hard for me. I sucked at everything always. I mean, the only thing I was okay at is sports. Like I, I, I kind of can pick up on, like I can pick up on shit. Like I, I can mimic pretty well. So I'm an okay athlete. Okay. Like I can, I can, I'm coordinated. But other than that, everything is hard I, I suck at everything forever until i finally get good at it i'm surprised you haven't gotten a black belt in that dance karate i am i'm a black belt in taekwondo no not in taekwondo in that dance karate that they do oh, capoeira, capoeira. yeah i could totally see you no. on the streets fighting crime with dance no, no no i only wanted to be um i only wanted to fight i only want to see like it was like when i first started boxing he had me doing mitts and i was like let me explain something to you i don't give a fuck about fancy mitts I want to know how I can take my right hand and put it on someone's chin and knock them out. I'm only interested in whatever patterns you can show me. And I want to learn how to fight. I don't want to learn how to. And the only way you learn how to fight is by fighting, by getting in the ring and moving around. Problem was, I started too late. I started getting dizzy. I started fucking my neck up. I started getting hit. Yeah. And I started having problems with my jaw. <laughs> and you can't do that because you, you make one mistake. Oh, you mean got hit and it fucked your jaw? Yeah, because with boxing, you make mistakes. I'm not good enough. Yeah. I started too late. And I'm fighting some kid who's 26. Who, who wants to do some amateur shit and I get caught in the jaw. That's the or worst. Or the side of the head. It's like you can get a floater in your eye. I, I, I have to do comedy. I can't have my nose broken. I broke my nose too many times when I was doing technical. I just want to get good enough at a, a martial arts to just get out of there. That's what I want. Just yeah. enough to get out. Yeah. Headbutt's good. 
I did a, uh, I did, I did a wrestling, you know, wrestling, wrestling, like yeah. Hulk Hogan wrestling oh, yeah. with Jason Ellis one time he's a, at he's Ellis Mania. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun, dude. It was a lot of fun, but he had one thing where he had to kind of like rush in me and pin me down, like boom, dump me. And he Jesus. like, it slipped and it got my chin and it's like, woo. Oof. And you watch those guys like wrestling's fake. I'm like, those hits no. aren't fake. Boxing's really no joke. Boxing's terrifying because because there you get hit properly, and I've been hit properly. You get hit properly, and your um your whole world changes. Like you realize you're walking around like a tough guy. Cool. Yo, how much do you bench? Oh, cool. How much do you squat? That's awesome. Now there that skinny guy over there in the corner. That skinny guy. He can knock you out right now. He can hit you in the face, and you will think you're dying. You'll think you're dying. You'll hear pop. Everything will go white and you'll go out and you'll come to. And what you'll realize when you come to is that if he had wanted to, he could have killed you with his bare hands because you, you've been shut off. You've been shut off. And what two things happen. You either get angry or you cry. I would always cry. <laughs> I'd feel like I wanted to cry because I felt so fucking vulnerable. I just, it's so interesting. When I get hit, I don't feel it. And yeah. it scares me. Like I've had my until, ass but until kicked. you get knocked out, and then you'll you'll come to and be like, I don't want that to happen again. That's what oh, I mean. Well, I never want to get knocked. And you'll out. feel it if you get hit in the liver. Like if Malik touches you here, I was trying to I was trying to hit him after I watched the Ortiz fight with Anthony Joshua. I was trying to do, I was trying to hook yeah. behind this glove and hit him in the eye like a shithead. And he was like, really? <laughs> Gag! And just caught me. He just hit me a small, and I went to the ground, <laughs> and I couldn't get up. And that wasn't even a hard punch. I My just... favorite is that the, the blessings of this is like when you tend to get to that level, when you can kill people, you're the nicest human being on the planet. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. how many of these guys I've only went, met one MMA f fighter that was an asshole. Yeah. Well, that's like soldiers who've done, who've actually seen combat and done stuff like, like what they realize is that fighting, killing you is not, is really easy. It's really guns and knives kill human beings super easy. Like a gun, super easy. A lot of times you just die. It's it's not that, it's really interesting. That's like the, the way they talk. It's like, um, so so you, they see a guy with, like if you're a SEAL team operative or something who's seen a lot of combat and you see some giant guy with cauliflower ears, that's cool, but you're just some guy. Just know that, that well, I don't do that, I use guns. So you were a fighter in a cage. I, I was, I was, and Shab talks about this all the time. Shab was like, I did a sport. And because we were around all these like these really muscular guys, and I heard them talking. And I found out that they were like some kind of special ops group. Oh. And they were it was so interesting because whenever people would look at Brendan, they would always look at him like, oh geez. These guys didn't look at him that way. They know they recognized him. And I said to Brendan, I go, they weren't impressed with you. And he goes, No, those guys never are. Those guys never, they're not, they don't look at me the way oh, civilians look at me. Like, <laughs> civilians are like, whoa, that guy could kill somebody. <laughs> not those guys. Those guys, are, those guys are like, that's cool. You're really strong and you're good with your hands. Now, I come from the theater of war where we use explosives and guns. Yeah. And it's very different. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. So it's, it is crazy though, dudes. Like, and like, why do they get into that? How do they get that? They went to like training camp and they just showed something yeah. that they were like, oh, that guy might be good for this special super kill squad. Yeah, this is super kill squad. So, so a long time ago, a friend of mine, I forget what his name was, but and I, I, I may have told this story on this podcast, but 
he was telling me about how he was in the military and his him and his buddy joined together and they were going through and at some point he decides to get out but his buddy stays in so years go by and they have they have lunch sometime and he goes yeah i'm deep into it he goes if you ever hear about me dying in a Training accident? Did I already talk about no. this? A training accident. Yeah, that's what Just know what really happened. It wasn't a was training accident. I died in a black ops. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. And I remember I told that story. And literally that day, like as we were talking about on a podcast, a story came up on CNN. Like, oh, helicopter goes down yeah. in a uh, in a training uh-huh. exercise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're on a need-to-know basis. And I'm speaking to you, Sam. Yeah. All right. You think you know your shit. My phone right now? I could do this. I'm not going to. But you keep talking with your conspiracies. I could go like this. Move in. That's all I do. Oh, by the way, somebody mentioned that in the comments. Let's read the comments. And uh, I got to be honest with you, Brian. You actually got more comments that you won this week, which really blew me away. Well, it's going to be great because I'm going to win again. No, we, we, got a, we got a great conspiracy for you that I'm going to... Zach I Warren. I want to talk about something else. Okay. Is this Sam's page? No, no, Sam... Sam posted on it. He, he goes, I'm I so am fat. so fat. <laughs> I am so fat. This area just sits, I wish you, I wish you lived with me. I would. You'd be so fucking... <laughs> you'd be so trim. Zach Warren, you look great, Sam. Just ease up on the bananas, which we both know aren't real... Food is a fa- is fallacy, aren't real. Uh, Mason Moore, so many L's. Brian should change his name to Lion. Lion. <laughs> Joseph Roman. Brian is kind of right on the fuels management idea. Fire is a natural part of many California forest biomes, and it's been long. You know, he's talking. He knows what he's talking about because he used biome, and it's been long recognized that our past fuel management practices in general throughout the U.S. were poorly thought out and have caused more damage than good in many areas. That's good. What's important to understand for this is that some plants resist fire more than others, especially certain kinds of trees. And this susceptibility to fire may vary as plants age due to the amounts of flammable materials within plants, like sap being high or low in content within plants. How much rain is in, in an area receives? So just because all of the trees didn't burn down doesn't mean it's a it's a DEW. Uh, what is that? Uh, the Not trees. Sure. What? Not sure. Um, yeah, the trees that DEWs. Yeah, direct energy weapons. That's right. That's right. The trees that didn't burn could just be naturally fire resistant due to being cultivated by fire. Certain trees produce cones that only release the seed when burned. So I don't know. Brian isn't necessarily right. As soon as once again, he is just saying DEWs aren't real, and the government can't do that. While Sam is also not necessarily right on the tree burning issue, at least. Well, that <clears throat> we'll much- take that. I don't I, know I'm right. That, I mean, at the end of the day, no. I'm he right. said you're not necessarily right. Yeah, but in, you can see he's leaning. He's he's a he's in the. I'll give camp. you half a point <laughs> on that one at this point. Kedron Shockey, DEWs are real and publicly talked about on technology company websites and government ones as well. Oh, I know load that. It up. We got to. I'm not saying they're not. Yeah, you just literally said they're no. Not. I'm not saying direct energy weapons or laser beams aren't aren't real. I'm saying they don't. Anthony, not, I don't think the government uses them. Could to you start load fires. up the three replies, please? Okay. Liberal cuck. 
There we go. Liberal cuck. <laughs> Liberal cuck from San Francisco. But make no mistake, Trump 2020. Okay, that didn't age well. Here's that... the link to the YT video. Okay. And <clears throat> they got freaking F-16s with freaking lasers on their freaking heads. <laughs> can you go <laughs> and good. click that link and look that link up? They list listed so Brian can see how wrong he is. Because Brian's going to come in two weeks later talking about Facebook, by the no, way. No, I believe, I believe that... Um, <clears throat> We have direct energy weapons. I don't believe that the government uses them to start fires oh, in California. Oh, why? They would never right. do that, right? Direct energy. So dramatic. Don't you wish porn music was this dramatic? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, I believe all that. I have no doubt about that. So scary. Can be integrated across platforms to neutralize these threats across all those domains. By the way, like, how the hell can you fight that? I remember, Brian. I was at a video. I was at a football game, and they had the stealth bomber fly above. Oh yeah. And I've never been like, oh, we're all fucked in oh, my dear. life. That's what that's what Jim Jeffries says. If you, if you you know, as a Second Amendment guy, I want guns to protect me against the government. You're bringing a gun to a to a drone fight. Well, the government I'd has. Have, I'd rather have a drone, a gun to a drone fight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm I'm a Second Amendment guy, but I'm just saying, you know. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. But I believe that. Okay, I just stop. I, but the, my By my, the way, my issue is the government doesn't have hard. doesn't have a secret agency that just decides to start a fire in California. Is what? What? I'm it doesn't decide. Let's okay. start fires in California. I go back to the questions where I was winning. Yeah, go back to this. Uh, Keep going down. Please. I didn't mean to sound like I was ordering you around. Sorry. Are the comments being censored? I am not. Brian, most likely, yes. No. Uh, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> Sam, you're the worst with names after after you said Anthony. Anthony, Anthony. You said Angelo. Great job looking that up. <laughs> I, I, I fucking couldn't sleep because of that. Brian, now, let's do this. Now, now it's Brian Cal, and they've been seeding the clouds since the 50s. I know that. We've known they can make it rain. I've known that. No one is manipulating the weather. What the fuck are you saying, man? Sam wins as usual. No, I was saying that the fucking the, the snow and the weather in Texas wasn't started by the g -g 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 government. Um, hey, Brian, you were so wrong about the IRS. A simple Google search shows oh, that they are not Betty's a government agency. About to get her ass beat. I don't hit women. But verbally, you're crazy because the Department of Treasury, Wall Street Betty, is a private institution. Actually, you need to do some research. The IRS is a bureau of the Department of Treasury. Check out these cases, blah, 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 blah. blah. blah, blah the court blah, described blah, Solomon's blah, contention that the Internal Revenue Service is not a government agency of the United States as wholly frivolous and dismissed his claim with prejudice. Exactly. I Thank love you. that. I, listen, Wall Street the Betty, court, the court, your profile pic makes me think you're either super hot or an ugly ass dude. Okay. Either way. All right. But Sam, when I do what my you're taxes, doing right here, what? When I do my taxes, my, my, my accountants. They go, the IRS, you get audited if you're not doing your taxes properly. You can write off. So government policy comes is voted on. Right. Just hear me out. So in Congress, tax law is voted on and it's passed. 
And then what happens is your accountant goes, hey, there's a new law. The government passed yes. through the IRS. And then yes. I have to pay. So how much more government agency do you need than that? But the money doesn't go to a government agency. It is an in, it's an independent institution. It's actually a corporation. And I think its central office is in the Bahamas. Well, that's not true because that that's, is true. Those, Brian, those things have Brian, been. This is what I do. Yes, I know that, but those things, as she's just said, and she's Brian, right, this next have been feel better passed as frivolous in in a court of law. <sighs> this podcast has quickly shut up to the show. I look forward to the most every week. Callan, you have been one of my favorite podcasters for years, and not my, many people hold a flame to you. However, <sighs> Sam motherfucking Tripoli is a motherfucking killer. I love listening to you guys riff and create beautiful art content that is surprisingly informative. Best $5 I've spent. Keep it up, Rinks, and the fruit bat. <laughs> You're a fruit bat. That's I'm not awesome. against that. I'm not against that. Rinks and the fruit bat. Jeremy <laughs> Linzer. Uh, that's a hey, serious conspiracy social club, aka Deep Waters, aka Rinks and the Fruit Bat. That might have to remember that. Jeremy, Pin Lindsay, that. thank you. Pin fruit that. Bat, that's gold. I agree. Humbly and respectfully, Brian, as someone who shares your birthday, you're not the most intelligent man on the planet. So try not to be so condescending, especially since you're wrong a lot. Nate Doria, Seattle Corvette. This is what we all want. You guys play off each other so well. Brian is super far in one direction, Sam in the other. Makes for the best banter. Matt LaBelle. Dog. They, dog, they had me cackling alone in my apartment today. They better. They get better and better. Definitely my favorite podcast. Duo The Chemistry is Unreal. Yeah! I'm crushing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, we're crushing it. We're not as good as uh, Brian and Steve Byrne, but we are pretty fucking good. <laughs> Fuck. He goes, Rinks wins, but only I'm big and hungry. Sam dominates CSC. Fuck. Well, let's 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 go into my let's I told you guys I got I got a little Brian, slack. I gotta be honest with you. I read the ones that we just did. I thought you won a lot more. You actually like out of like a hundred and four comments, like five of them said you won. So I was like, that's pretty good for Brian. So I was gonna give you the win last week. I got you. Well, well listen. You you did get me on uh you got me on the Facebook slash DARPA actually what's the other one the, the 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 government program right here's here's what I I looked up so the idea that that so Zuckerberg, I got you or I didn't get you well you no you you I didn't have an answer so oh, I had to, I let okay, you ring the bell okay, okay. now I want to I want to just kind of explain to you guys why conspiracy theories are silly at least in this case because the the press the press and government civilian government is very aware of what goes on in DARPA because they have to they have to okay their budget and there's a congressional committee that okays the a senate committee that says the senate intelligence committee etc et who says this is this is frivolous this is okay this is worth spending money on but all of that has to be okayed by 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 some people in government uh, but also the press the press gets word of this stuff cuz they do their I just want to say today real yeah. quick is the number one day for wearing socks. We're both wearing I know, I some know. pretty exciting socks. They're fucking great. Go now, on, now two thousand after two thousand after two thousand one, there was a shitload of talk on the Patriot Act, the the Homeland Security Act, 
on how are we going to make our country safe from terrorism yes. without eroding our civil liberties. And I remember oh, this, oh, was a, this was a debate. This was Brian, a debate. Hold that on. was so funny what you said right there. Brian, oh, literally wait, ever, everything after you said that yeah. becomes Charlie Brown's mother. And nobody's listening to you no, no, because no. you literally just said they debated how not to erode our civil that, liberties. That was a, Brian, wait, they literally want to erode our civil liberties. No, Sam, hold on. This was a this was something that I read a lot about in in the press. The, Where the, and what the, pop up book did the, you read? In, this in the debate, the debate was if we're going to make ourselves safe and surveil terrorists on American soil, how do you ensure that you don't do that by by infringing on privacy and civil liberties? Right. That was in in two thousand two two thousand three. That's all anybody was talking about. If you turn on. <sighs> you know, any of the news channels, that was the debate. You had experts and everything else. So let me just read you, let me read you something and I'm gonna tell you where it's from. If the Homeland Security Act is not amended before passage, here is what will happen to you. This is this was written in 2002, everybody. Every purchase you make with a credit card, every magazine subscription you buy, and medical prescription you fill, every website you visit, and email you send or receive, every academic grade you receive, every bank deposit you make, every trip you book, and every event you attend, all these transactions and communications will go into what the Defense Department describes as a virtual centralized grand database. To this computerized dossier on your private life from commercial sources, add every piece of information that government has about you, passport application, driver's license, and bridge toll records, judicial and divorce records, complaints from nosy neighbors to the FBI, your lifetime paper trail, plus the latest hidden camera surveillance, and you have the- All my porn then, and you have the, Yep, now you have the Super Snoop's dream, a total information awareness about every U.S. citizen. Yes. This is not some far out Orwellian scenario. It is what will happen to your personal freedom in the next few weeks if John Poindexter, who was at the Pentagon, gets the unprecedented power he seeks. Remember Poindexter? Brilliant man, first in his class at the Naval Academy, later earned a doctorate in physics, rose to national security advisor under President Ronald Reagan. He had this brilliant idea of secretly selling missiles to Iran to pay ransom for hostages and with the illicit proceeds to illegally support Contras in Nicaragua. I remember the very Sounds well. like a great a, guy. A jury convicted Poindexter in 1990 on five felony counts of misleading Congress and making false statements, but an appeals court overturned the verdict because Congress had given him immunity for his testimony. Oh. He famously asserted, the buck stops here, arguing that the White House staff and not the president was responsible for fateful decisions oh, that might prove so embarrassing. Cute. So cute. The ring knocking so master of deceit is back again with a plan even more scandalous than Iran Contra. He heads the Information Awareness Office in the otherwise excellent Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, DARPA, which spawned the internet and stealth aircraft technology. Poindexter is now realizing his 20 year dream. Is this an audio book? Watch this. Getting the data mining power to snoop on every public and private act of every American. Now, this goes on. Okay. That was written in 2002 by William Sapphire, a guy I used to read all the time because he had more of a more of a centrist to write what leaning for the New York Times. Okay. And that was in the New York Times. Yeah. 
So what I think is interesting is the press. And, and you're acting like the New York Times is credible. They're literally the ones that help push the narrative of what, weapons of mass I, destruction what say, in what Iraq. Say, what I'm saying is that the New York Times with, with, this, with this journalist, William Sapphire, was a great journalist. I'd read him for years. He was already lifting the hatch on a secret government program run by John Poindexter. Yeah. So, so what I'm trying to say is that this wasn't a conspiracy. Yeah. And this became such a thing that the DARPA program, yeah. the DARPA program was killed by Congress specifically because it was so invasive. Now, what happened after Brian, that? you are, oh my What happened after God. that? What happened after that? Young nerds, young nerds. Yeah? Like, like our boy uh, Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah? Come up with Facebook. Oh, now, why is Facebook wow. something everybody has, Sam? Brian, Wait, crazy. Why is Facebook something everybody has, Sam? Because it's a product all of us love. And big tech came up with products that we all use every day because we Ooh, like them. And, and now we make money off them. Brian. So is that a conspiracy, Sam, or is that just technology? No, Brian, it's called This Is What They Fucking Do. It's all a fucking lie. The book I've been trying to get you to read, but you won't ever, and I'm loving it. And this horse. is from a guy who hates... It's just I'm not reading. Can I ring the bell though after that? No, you didn't. Do, but you Sam, literally the, the read LA Times. And no, I mean the New York Times. Half the people fell asleep listening. But the New York Times just said, "Is this that a was fucking a, podcast or a meditation app?" That was, you just put everybody the no, fucking sleep. That was 2002, and the L, the New York Times was basically predicted what happened. And guess what, Brian? Happened. Nobody gives a fuck about what the New York Times thinks but I'm saying they because were, they've been busted lying and but, lying no, again. But they were right, weren't they? William Sapphire was right in his prediction. That 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 we're living in that time now. We are. Yes, we're living in that, right? Yes, yes. And that wasn't even because done. You're, but, but that wasn't but done by government. That was done by private enterprise. That yeah, was actually well, done well, by my contention. Your contention. My contention with what you are saying yeah. is that the government came up with this. Everyone was like, "No," and the government's like, "Wah wah," and we just threw it out. And then miraculously, this kid comes up with pretty much the same thing a day later. Well, the internet was invented by DARPA, but there are private. Private, there are private citizens who who knew how to jack it. They knew how to uh, 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 essentially jerry rig it, and that's where you get with Facebook. Because Facebook was something everybody was like, "I can talk to everybody. Okay, I can have friends. Okay." And it was a, it was a technology that somebody was going to invent. You didn't need government. You 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 have enough private citizens that were fucking around on the internet who are building computers and coming up with ideas. So it's not far fetched to think that somebody came up with a product, made a fortune on it, because everybody wanted to be quote unquote connected but the hidden the hidden price we pay is what yeah the loss of our privacy okay and i think in 2002 so Brian, if i'd read that in 2002 which i probably did because i read all of sapphire i would have been like bullshit that's not going to happen in 2021 that's exactly what we're living exactly so yeah so but brian but I, our, saying, our our disagreement was is that a, was that a conspiracy by the government or was that a product of free enterprise and technology did technology enslave us without us realizing it? Did free enterprise? Did the Brian, marketplace? Let me enslave ask you us? something. How does YouTube f afford its bandwidth? Um, how does it afford its bandwidth? Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Do you I know how much money it would money. cost to allow every human being on the planet to upload as much videos as they fucking want? A lot. Yeah. Because yeah. and there's no business that can cover that. Are you saying? Hold on. Are you saying that the government owns YouTube? I'm saying they are they are subsidized by well, the US. Well, that's government. like saying that that the government also subsidizes our highways. I mean, okay. it's true. It's true that we we 
their, their, uh, Brian, that the propaganda isn't on the highway unless it's a sign that says, you know, uh, this highway is clean by Nambula. Yeah, we like fucking kids, but we want like clean oh, wait, fucking highways I too. I have a question. I have a question since you believe this. Um, does DARPA or anybody in government actually control what goes on YouTube and Facebook or does the woke tech gods do they control Brian uh I know you're not one real, you're you're like a boomer okay I know you're a fucking boomer and you probably never heard of this thing it's called an algorithm Brian yeah I know about okay algorithms. oh you oh, know about oh, algorithms, I know about algorithms dude then why you yeah, ask retard questions because because the algorithms were invented by smart techies to keep your attention Right, right. So they so they get you going down a rabbit hole because right. they they make money off of keeping. No, your they attention. actually keep you out of the rabbit holes, Brian. They they'd rather you go down, find out what what J One Jeffrey Star's doing with the latest makeup and bleaching his asshole. Well, but people are gonna go where they want because they're they're gonna go. Oh, uh, like I look no, up fighting Brian, videos. They actually get push you down. It's like Pornhub. Why Pornhub is most likely CIA as well because it, it just starts dragging you down this weird shit. And you're like. Wow, dude, that chick's got a fat dick. How'd I get here, right? Okay, so, so you're saying there's a group of people in the CIA or somewhere in the government who are saying what? They're saying, let's distract the people in different directions, and then what do they do with that? Is it, I mean, I'm, not, I'm so confused as to why you think government agencies are controlling Brian, Facebook Brian, and YouTube. would you say in Nazi Germany there was propaganda to get the average German to hate Jews? Yes. Okay, Brian, would you say in America there was propaganda in around the 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 the, the nineteen ninety nine two thousand two thousand one to get Americans to hate Middle Easterns? And I, I I I don't know. They I I think there was a I think there was an agenda, right? I think that there was a there were tomato people, tomato. There, there were people that had, for example, tomato tomato yeah, that, that looked at the Middle East as a and as why a would they do that, threat. Brian? Why do they do that? Why do they do these things? Well, I think that people have different ideas of how to fight what they consider to be the enemy. A lot, a lot, a lot but of people, why would they do there that? There are a lot of people in, in 2001 and before that who considered radical Islam to be a major global threat and a very dangerous thing. So then you had entire government agencies and military wings that were devoted to fighting the quote-unquote Islamic threat, the you radical know, there's, Islamic threat. There's right? actually a, a, a fucking meme out there that shows you all the countries that ISIS were in. And it was like really crazy because ISIS wasn't in any of our allies' countries. ISIS actually apologized to Israel for accidentally attacking them. Uh, so it's very interesting, Brian. The reason I, I agree with what you're saying right now. Okay, I think what so you're trying to say is this. Finish, Brian. No, but I think you're Dad's saying talking. that the government, the God government does have propaganda yeah. where they are trying to justify certain wars because there's a lot of money in the military industrial okay, complex. Brian, 100%. Real quick, I love you. I didn't mean to sound weird on that. I'm not Dada. You are your Dada. Okay. Yeah, but, but here I want to say to yeah, you. You said Dada. Yeah. Go on. I say Dada. I'm, I'm, you're my Dada. Da, I'm you're my Ghost Dada. Ninja's I'm, Dada. I'm winning. I'm winning this. You're but, not, Brian. You are losing. I, I want to ring that bell so bad. Oh, dude, that, Brian, you could ring that bell, but then I have to unring it. But that, uh, that article I just read was like, hey, goosh. So, Brian. Uh, so really, I want I, the book I've been trying to get Brian to read, but he won't read. Uh, there's two of them, Behold the Pale Horse. But the one I really want him to read, Tino read. gave me the book, and I've been trying to get this guy on my podcast. Uh, it's the gentleman who wrote the book Chaos, which is the story of 
Charles Manson and the CIA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shab read that book. It's fucking wonderful. Yeah. And it's halfway through, you're like, oh, fuck. Charles Manson was basically protected by intelligence. I know, but why do you keep thinking that there is these ultra smart government people that are able to come up with things like the hippie movement or or things like Facebook. Why don't you believe well, that Brian, people are really actually, smart that are uh, not in government that come up with this? Will you look up something? But wait, uh, Sam. Vidal well, well, but Sam, Gore, is that his name? Vidal yeah, Gore? yeah, yeah. Vidal, uh, Gore, Vidal, Gore, Vidal, Gore, no, Gore intelligence. Vidal. Gore Vidal. Gore Vidal. Vi Gore was, Vidal. Intelligence operation. Will you will you look that up? But wait, Sam. Sam. Brian, I'm gonna answer it to you. Is yeah. it He was a he was a he was a writer. Uh Gore Vidal, no, 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 go, go yeah, back. He said Gore Bush Vidal, Junta. CIA funds, um, uh, CIA funds. I think that's the one. Go to, go to, can you look up CIA funds art Gore Vidal? CIA funds art Gore Vidal. When you do that, I'm going to check to see why Steve Byrne called me. Okay, does it, does it, uh, does it come up with something? So basically there's something called operation uh operation something Gore Vidal put in operation Gore Vidal put in uh, no put uh, operation uh, go operation yeah Gore Vidal operate CIA operation keep doing this I'm going to I'm going to I got to make a call let me just make sure everything's okay uh okay so basically what happened hold on, hold on, hold on. Was that Brian? I'm 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 literally doing a podcast right now, and you're calling Postmates for chicken fingers. I, I was I was trying to I was I said oh, so no. I can't find it. I will I will include it. But basically, what happened was the U.S. government and the CIA funded alternative the art alternative art movement, so that people around the world would look at the United States government as look they allow their citizens to criticize their government. Therefore, capitalism is better than communism. And that was done purposefully. Sam, Sam, the modern art movement did not have its fucking roots in the CIA. Of course the modern it did, art Brian. movement, which is all, some of it's great and some of, most of it's horseshit, had it through. There are historians that can tell you. You're don't tell me that artists needed the CIA to come up with fucking Andy Warhol. Brian, Brian, what are you talking Brian, about? It's like when we. What are you? Did Brian, they invent rock and roll like, and the blues too, dude? Brian, they literally, dude. Brian, literally, the fucking Grateful Dead was the fucking house band for the guy who cooked all the CIA's so, asses. So, so okay. So, uh, well, let's back up. This is incredible. So the <laughs> CIA yeah. are so brilliant yes. that they, in their underground da, 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 da. came up with said, let's invent modern art and rock and roll and put it out to the masses. Are you serious, Sam? Yes. Are you kidding me? Led Zeppelin. The movement in, in Brian, Britain, the, Brian, the, Beatles, the Beatles. They all came out of the, the fucking Laurel Canyon studio. So all those kids were fucking military brats. And so, so their dads, so they're, so, so, 
So the they, so who wrote those incredible songs? Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Who wrote those incredible Brian, songs? Brian, it's not that they're the not incredible songs. The question is, why are those incredible songs the ones that are pushed, and the other incredible songs not the ones that are pushed? Right? Because, it's like Brian. Because the, it's doors like Brian. Are, because the doors are really hard Brian, to emulate. Brian, why does Dimitri Zeppelin... Martin get pushed and Eric Myers doesn't? Because a certain group of people want Dimitri Martin no, to be on all the that's shows. That's not true. Dimitri Martin's always been super unique and hilarious. No, I mean, that's a real stretch. I think he's great. I, okay. I, he's been, when I first saw Dimitri Martin back in fucking 1990, was he like, wasn't nice fuck. to people and he got pushed by. It's, a, like, he, Dimitri, it's like Dimitri Tim Dillon said. Alternative comedy was a psyop. The, the fucking CIA is not pushing Dimitri Martin. No, Dimitri no, Martin no. But funny. a certain... Okay. But to Brian, not everything is direct. I mean, some of these are analogies, basically. When you look at like what... I mean, like, dude, I'm not going to say names here, but there are some industry darlings who are starting podcasts and they're finding out real quick that nobody listens to them. But yet they were on everything. Why is that, Brian? Because they were pushed forward by the small group of trust fund, private school, fucking momos who all wore sweaters and forever we couldn't tell the difference. They all wore sweaters? Oh, dude, I'd always see these fucking industry people hanging out comedy clubs in shit sweaters that they bought at gym. JC Penney's man. I was just like, who are you? And I couldn't tell the difference between the comedian and the industry. They look the same. You're burning hot. You're burning fucking hot. I'm burning hot. I'm burning hot because you are just, it's unbelievable how you can believe one thing and then just can believe like, nope, that never fucking but that, happened. But that, but no, I'm saying that there are people, that music and art can be trendy and there can be small, uh, uh, crying. It goes bubbles. back to like, why, why a uh, God bless the internet. God bless the internet because it took all the power away from the suits Sam, Sam, to decide Sam, everything. Sam. Why did Paul, Paul, positive hip hop fucking disappear and gangster rap shoved down our throats? Because why did because, fucking metal that was killing like fucking heavy metal killing and suddenly they couldn't get any airtime and we had to hear about all this fucking wah, wah, I'm sad. Because the marketplace. I got to do fucking oxycontin and heroin all the time because I'm from Seattle and all they do here is fucking watch it rain and throw fish at each other at a market and we act like we really give a fuck <laughs> he's fucking going crazy right sam here's why because you know sometimes a new artist comes along and they're just better or different and the marketplace goes kids who are notoriously fickle go i like grunge now i like so by the way sam i know it's going to be really surprising and i want everybody to know um, the CIA and, and MI6 or anybody, they didn't write the songs that the a group called The Beatles came up with. Zeppelin, The Who, Pink Floyd, Muddy Waters, all these incredible bands that had an influence on each other and gave rise to what we'd call rock and roll, which then gave rise to the music in the 90s and early 2000s. Like Oasis isn't a psyop. They just happen to be catchy and they're good i get i'm not into them but you know people love them like steve Byrne loves oasis because they're uh, for some people they're the best band ever just like anything else so when you make music that is pleasing to the year which is super hard to do over and over again like you too does it, the, nobody in the cia Brian, can help you with that saying and no one in the cia people. can push your music over other music because record labels now they do that. can't you, you can't even fathom that now 
Because we're so deep in the internet, they had no say on this. But Brian, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, there was radio and there was television and there was movies. And if the industry fucking box you out, good luck on having a career. Yeah, you can get blackballed like you can now. I've been blackballed. You mean you can get blackballed? But Brian, you've, but because of the internet, you've been able to say, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. And you've been able to create this incredibly powerful podcast that I, my, I'm doing all the heavy lifting on. Hey, okay? stop pointing at yourself like this. You were doing this and now you're doing this, dude. <laughs> I'm doing Man, all the heavy lifting on this podcast. You're all the this is like Weekend at Bernie's. I'm just grabbing you, your corpse, and just dragging you across the fucking... You got, listen, you took your vitamins this morning. I didn't. I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. I did. But you're clear and you're firing because on you're all jets. you're going so deep into the, the retarded end of the pool. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that the idea that the CIA has, and I mean anything, literally, <laughs> literally anything to do with the, with the, the, the artistic movements like Have modern you read art. Chaos? Like modern art or rock and roll. Is, the, is truly it's the, the dumbest. You'll ever read, it's dude. truly the craziest thing, the craziest, dumbest thing ever said on this podcast. Yeah. That, that literally is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. That the CIA, the all-powerful CIA, has control over whether or not the modern art scene came to fruition in the world. It had oh my less God, than Brian. It had less than nothing Brian, to do. Brian, look up Operation Mockingbird, dude. I know. You That's just right. won't look at it. Look up, look up, talk to any art historian who studies art. Any art historian. Any, any. And they will they'll look at you and go like this. I'll go, what did you say? The CIA what? Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> right. my, life, my life's work oh, would my disagree God. with that, but okay. Oh, you my couldn't God. Find, you oh, couldn't okay. find okay. an artist. Okay, will you look up, will you go to Duck, Duck, Go? Because I'm getting off of Brian Callen's friends they used to do fucking Molly with at fucking Burning Man, okay? Can we go look up Duck, Duck, Go and put in uh, Vidal Gore, counter move, counter movement no counterculture or it's funded gore, it's by gore C vidal gore vidal counterculture art funded by cia operation look it up gore vidal gore vidal was a novelist for everybody and he was a notoriously very left-wing uh and gay he was gay back in the day when it was kind of taboo to okay. be gay. i can't see dude i'm really stupid Ah, uh, ba ba ba. Let's see where it is. Yeah, I mean, the CIA basically funded the counterculture movement. Okay, it's very interesting. We can't find it here. Oh, dude, it's there, dude. So I'll there's find one. It. There's one obscure article that Sam keeps pointing at. This is my impression of Sam. Look up um this. What's the name of it? Um, I'll it's find it, Operation, Brian. Brian, I'm gonna find Operation it. I'm gonna John fucking Stevens. find it, and then you're gonna suck a hard one. You're gonna work the my press nuts and the CIA today, killed Gary Webb's career. What? The Nicaraguan press, chiefly La Presna, which had been funded for years. Yeah. What they wanted to do was give the impression. There, there is no doubt that certain artists were destroyed with the help of the of the um, FBI and with the press. The yes. FBI created the hippie they would movement. Plan, they would, they would right? plant stories to de defame and then, political people who are politically in the fifties, in the forties, in the fifties, sixties. It's true that that Hoover especially so Brian, Brian, would plant, so plant you see stories like gay about gay guys people. pushing everything, yeah. like on commercials, right? Why do you think that is? 
why gay people are, yeah everything i have is not like, noticed that what i've not noticed that gay people in particular are pushing everything I, 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 I do think that I love gay people. I do think that gay people have typically gone to historically to places they were they felt safe where yes. they could express themselves. Which fashion, is Hollywood, West fashion, Hollywood, modern art, as whatever. they should. Yeah. But the amount of gay couples in in commercials. That's just a, that's 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 this diversity Brian, initiative. Brian, okay. So they talk right. about transgender, right? I'm listen. If you're gay, be gay. Yeah. I, I think we've had friends of ours who have off themselves, drank themselves in the super because they didn't want to be honest about who they were. So I would never tell anybody not to be honest about who you are. I do believe your sexuality should be about as important as what your workout is. Okay. I think like you should be like, I'm gay and I do tie bow. And guess what? Nobody should give a shit. That's my, that's my honest opinion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But the amount of gay couples in commercials, there's not enough of them to warrant them being in a commercial that's trying to reach every that right, a larger amount of people. Right now, every single corporation, every single company is is going so overboard with this inclusion, equity slash diversity. Uh, ideology that it's just it's like it's like it's so crazy it, but I'll leave it to Americans we have to all of a sudden it's like we got to go all the way one way and then we finally come back the one thing Americans are terrible at is moderation the one thing Americans are terrible at is being I agree middle. with that Americans are oh guess what uh, omega-3 fatty acids it was just found in a couple of shoddy studies that they're good for your brain or whatever or good studies who knows and all of a sudden the food industry goes let's take this study Let's highlight it and let's put omega fatty acids in everything from fucking cereal to bread. And now, now, now all you're getting is omega three fatty acids. Now Oscar's too white. Cool. Okay. Now we have to, now, and then George Floyd. Now everybody, everybody wants to be seen as being part of the solution, not the problem. You get social capital for being anti-racist and all that. And now we have this massive swing over I here. I found it. I fucking found it. I fucking found it. Send it to Anthony. I'm going to piss out of my huge dick. <laughs> All right, I'm going back to the podcast. I'm going to call you later, buddy. All right, lots of love, guys. Right. One of the great guys. So what? So what's going on? You're doing another Nashville one? Yeah, because I'm going to Jacksonville, so I'm stopping in Nashville. Oh, I thought you were doing... Um... Dude, there's no way to get to Nashville without taking two planes. <clears throat> Because they just don't, I dude, I can't take American or United any day. It's like a crapshoot. What kind of stewardess you get? It's just like flight attendant. I mean, like you can have a cool, chill one that just okay, everybody does it, and then he get one that like, dude, did I tell you I was flying, and a woman who was like a stewardess on like another like plane was just flying back to her place was hawking me, dude. She's getting up from her seat and being like, I. Hello, put it over your nose. She had two masks on. Wait, this is this is this is somebody who's a passenger? Yeah, but work for the, the airline was obviously flying back. I, I just can't stand people like that. It's like you I, are just It took everything I could to go, ma'am, are you working right now? Yeah. I mean they're just some people are genuinely so afraid. They're just so afraid. It's like, dude, friends, if you have two masks, you shouldn't be allowed to talk to anybody about anything on anything. Some people are just some people like my friend, my sister has knows a woman 
when you pet the dog, you ha- she washes the dog outside, and she was like because of corona yeah and and the kid the kid's mother the son the mother's son said my mother's getting been getting ready for corona her whole life she loves this <laughs> she loves that nobody can be around each uh, her she well, loves that everybody has to be six feet apart some people are just love masks and they love that everything's shut down and they love they love it well they have also and they're also terrified some people are just really irrationally afraid of different things so you can show them all the stats and CDC. I've had these conversations. Yeah, but I might be the one where my brain and my 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 lungs yeah. get damaged. Okay, I don't know how to argue. I, I would tell you the more the more you uh, have it good. I think the more that like yes. Corona just tweaks your nipples, right? Yeah. Right. You're just like, oh, I gotta fight the fight. It's yeah. coming for me, and it's yeah. just like three masks. Give me three masks, man. Sam, I, you got it. I had Corona a long time yeah, ago. Did I got it twice. Burt Kreischer. You got it twice? How do you yeah. know you got it twice? Tested. Really? Yeah. No shit. I got it right when it first started. Didn't you got it. the you got the crazy one early? Zero symptoms though. Zero symptoms. I felt yeah, fine. Yeah. I got it, and then I got it um, right after Christmas, uh, and just had a headache, really bad headache, and just felt kind of. That crazy. was. Pro- I-, I would tell you, you don't know if you actually had that on the first one, because oh, those it. things are uh, calibrated oh. so poorly. The second one, we had he- I had headaches and I had shoulder hurting, mm-hmm. and that's why I think I got it. So Bert Kreischer asked me to do a show, and I love Bert, and I'm so happy for his success. But he's like, "Yeah, my people come on and get tested." I'm like, "I'm not getting tested. I'm never getting tested again. I have the antibodies. Bring it, and we all fucking move on." I'm just not the the reason fucking the numbers keep going because people just like I don't feel anything, but I'm gonna go get tested. You're like, why? The mo- the, the numbers are plateauing now. But what? But it's like this. <clears throat> Some people are just like so. So for me, if I'm in the ocean right now, I know that great whites are not going to bite me. Why? I'm, I'm still afraid. Why and aren't I, they going to bite you? Well, I mean, because the you're chan- old me. The chances are. Well, first of all, they're like, they, "Oh, look at that fucking." No, they look at me and they go, "That guy. That guy's an alpha." And they also go, "That's. I'm going to blunt my teeth on those fucking." I mean, he's so hard. Yeah. Because he's never stopped. Seem like beef jerky. Well, he's never stopped training. You when you you ever try? Oh, to the eat, shark says that. If you try to eat bull meat, you're going to be chewing that meat. Work out, shark. Dun 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 dun. dun work out, shark. Dun 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 dun. You're going to be chewing that bull meat for a long fucking time until your jaw gets tired and you're going to spit it out. <laughs> Because it's just too dense. Dude, when so Steve-O j- jumped in the water with the hook in him, where it's blood, I was like, dude, there is not enough money in television he's for a, me to do he's that. He's a radical motherfucker. He's such a badass. I talked to him about that. That was a Mako shark, too, oh. looking at his fucking... They were, tra- they were dragging him. They were chumming the water. He's a nut. I wouldn't, dude. There's not enough Through money. his fucking Alligator, cheek. sharks, and the mob. Through that his cheek. Me. Through his cheek, dude. I mean, how crazy is that? And you're being trolled. And I said, how do you guys come up with those ideas? He goes, a lot of it's from cartoons, believe it or not. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. How about Johnny Knoxville? Remember when he tried to tie himself to a fucking rocket and have it shot off into the air? He's a maniac. Like, why? Or how about when he was smoking a cigarette with his, and he was blindfolded and they let bulls out? I mean, he's, these guys are they are so crazy, dude. I have no interest in any of that. They're so fucking crazy. I cannot imagine it. I did a show like that for a short time. I had to do stunts. I learned what a hematoma was about. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. And I gained this level of permafat I never lost. Really? Yeah. I, I, about As a protection? Years old. 
No, because I couldn't work out because I had a hematoma. I couldn't walk. And I just got mega fat. You got kicked in the leg or what happened? Oh, dude, bunch of different shit, dude. Yeah, that 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 jackass stuff was incredible. Like I I watched it, I was like, fuck. But, but they're dude, so like Steve O and 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 Johnny Knoxville are bad motherfuckers. Man. Well, dude, you know when he started doing stand up, there was like kind of this pushback. Like, why the fuck is he doing stand? I go, dude, you watch the jackass movies. That shit is as funny as anything that's come out. Steve-O dude. is one of the nicest. He is one of the nicest, best people I know. I he, helped him like get his act going at yeah. first. You guys remind me of each other, actually, in a lot of ways. But he's, what, that we're he's right? A, he's a lot? A, well, well you, you lost today, but he's such a good guy. <laughs> oh, let's see. CIA and the culture Cold War. Oh, yeah, I didn't know about this. Yeah, right. I know all about this. During the Cold War, in addition to being... But so everybody, the Cold War, for some of you who are younger, the Cold War is essentially the war between the Soviet Union, which is now Russia, and but the Soviet Union comprised every country like Lithuania, Belarus, Armenia. Ukraine, Ukraine, all of those countries. Armenia. Yes, it was the Soviet Union. That essentially was a union, essentially by force, but they were under Soviet domination and they were essentially communist countries. Bulgaria, Romania, um, uh, 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 Hungary. Armenia. All these countries, okay? So, Poland. During the cold, and, and the United States had its sphere of influence. And so they, they essentially always had what's called proxy wars. They would, they would fund their side. We would fund our side, which was usually a military dictatorship, for example, in South America. And they would fund something like a, a communist insurgency, i.e. the Sandinistas in Nicaragua. We can go on and on about this. But the bottom line is the United States and the Soviet Union, the Russia, uh, were always at each other's throat and, and vying for domination. That's where the Korean War came along, Vietnam, all these different things. Uh, and somewhere in the middle of all that was China, which was a communist country and a, and a Soviet ally, but we were always trying to get China to turn on Russia, blah, blah, blah. Okay, during the Cold War, in addition to being a political and economic battle, the confrontation between the United States and the Soviet Union was a clash of cultures. Yes, Communist Party leaders in the Soviet Union, depicted the United States as a cultural black hole and cited their own significant culture as evidence that they were the in in inheritors of the European Enlightenment. So just so you know, do you guys know what the, the Enlightenment is, Anthony? Do you know? Okay, so the Enlightenment was essentially really something that happened started in the 1300s 1400s 1500s it was the beginning of what what you could consider the scientific method it was when we started letting go of aristotle and the bible and we essentially and, and it was sort of like now you are under the authority of no one you are the under the authority of experimentation yeah mathematics yeah physics the beginning science, of the, the elites method, taking over the scientific method which gave rise to, the, to, the, to ultimately the Industrial Revolution, harnessing the electromagnetic field and stuff like that. Okay, so, so, so it was where it was where um, uh, Da Vinci came out of, Michelangelo came out of, Michelangelo. Francis Bacon, Frank, Francis Bacon came out of, all that. Okay, um, so I'm giving, go down I'm, to I'm sorry, I'm role you guys of the CIA and the CFF. America, I mean, on the other hand, accused Soviets of disregarding the inherent value of culture and subjugating art to the controlling policies of the totalitarian political system. No, go down even more. Go down even more. Go down to where it <sighs> says the CIA in particular 
utilize a wide range of musical genres, including Broadway musical, even jazz wait, wait, and Dizzy Gillespie, to convince music authorities across the globe that the U.S. was committed to music arts as they were to literary and visual arts under the leadership. Of, yeah, see, dude, that's what we're talking about. That's what I've been but talking wait, about. Wait, Sam, but the, I'm, I'm not Sam, but Dizzy Gillespie and other great musicians came out of a system in the United States that allowed freedom of expression. Yeah, Nobody was telling Dizzy, hey, play your horn this way. What I'm saying is that music and, and what we were able to export from the, Brit from the United Kingdom and from the United States was a function of the fact that you could sit in your garage and come up with music and, and, and play to audiences and make great music. It wasn't that somebody was saying, you can't play this, you can't do Big this. Big fights. You can't say that. You can't say, oh, you were doing this and you were doing that. Brian, they were funding fucking counterculture. Yeah, but th that To means, show but, the world yes. that capitalism but, was better than communism. Yes, yes, they were saying. Right. They were saying, look what we've done so versus Brian, what they've done. So, Brian, then you done. get into who are these people that they're they're pushing forward? Who who are they related to? And all that stuff. So, I said, so, what I, so you took an L at the end. No. Because no, I told Sam, you that's what Sam, they did. The United States was saying, look at what our culture has done. And then the Soviet Union is like, oh, really? Well, we have Dmitry Shostakovich. We have we have Claude Debussy. We have all these other things. They're like, they, we have Stravinsky's The Rite of Spring. So they were saying, this is what we have Tchaikovsky. Brian, most of the Cold War was bullshit. But wait, okay. but Sam, it's not bullshit. What I'm saying is that both sides were in a technological fight and an artistic fight saying, our system makes better Brian, art than your system. Brian, Brian, That's are you doing. saying right now on the record, okay? Yeah. On the wreck. I am yeah. both asking you a question and telling you, don't go there, white girl, all at the same time okay. in okay. one question, okay? Yep. Are you saying that the, the the Laurel Canyon studio was not a uh, uh, government psyop? I am 100% saying that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. And okay. it's the dumbest conspiracy of okay. all time. Okay. That, that, that no one, no one, no one in the government had anything to do with the artistic expression that came out of oh. Laurel Canyon. No one was telling Crosby, Stills, and Nash to to make or not make that great music, Janis Joplin, or anything so, else. The idea, you you think, the idea that you think the idea that you think the government had something to do with that incredible artistic renaissance is the stupidest thing I've actually it's ever heard. I can't. This guy will not acknowledge that the fucking Grateful Dead was literally the fucking house band Sam. for the guy making the acid. Brian, Sam, Sam. have you heard the Grateful Dead's music? Sam. It is a fucking steaming pile of dog shit. Sam. People loved it for whatever reason. I yeah, because they loved the acid that the CIA was distributing through their concert. It was literally an apparatus People have been to doing spell drugs. drugs. People have been doing drugs since the beginning of time. Okay. We don't need the CIA. Let's get into fights real quick CIA so Brian can have drugs. something that he sounds smart about. Brian, you can ring that bell all I you want. Fucking crush. Brian, you can ring that bell guys, all you first want. Of all, thanks Brian, for your, you know what you ring that bell is like? Just, it's like when me and my brother were kids, we would make up fake wrestling belts for him to have and then i would beat his ass and take the before fake belt. we get to the fights i want you to recap just so i can laugh what your actual conspiracy theory is in regards to american music go uh i i was saying up until recently and on a on a corporate level okay on a corporate level that the industry is controlled at the highest level by people intelligence that want a certain narrative pushed to push a certain belief 
and, and that's what it is. I think television fucking ratings are fake and full of shit. And they just tell you what they, oh, this is super popular. That's super popular. There are shows that resonate more than others. Like Friends obviously resonate with people. You can't fake that. But a lot of this stuff is fucking just completely and utterly controlled shit to push a certain narrative that they want. So what you're saying is that you're not saying that the CIA is actually writing the music. You're saying that the CIA or the government is choosing what to push on people and what to censor. yes and what what artist to push forward and give them see the see why would they do that i just literally why, the would, whole they, ep- why would they Brian, choose that Brian, the whole episode's me telling you why they would do but that why, why would they choose say the doors over because their dads worked for the fucking government what are you talking about why well they da- uh, well dude the truth of the matter is it's like a lot of kids following their parents footsteps in one way or another Okay, it's but just I mean, the truth. Why, why, why would they why would they push Crosby Stills? All I know, Young, Brian, is that the, the guy who was in part of the the, the Gulf of Tonkin, which was a giant psyop lie to pull us into Vietnam because big pharmaceuticals wanted their poppy fields, okay, and they made up a straight up bullshit lie about communism coming into Vietnam when they perfectly knew Vietnam hated China. They hate China. They are enemies. They do not get along. But the American people didn't know that. So they pushed this whole narrative that we got to go in there because they wanted the poppy fields, just like they did in Afghanistan. Well, we also went in to bail the French out who had been colonized, colonizers there for a long time. And the fact of the matter was there was a communist insurgency starting in the north. Uh, and they they do big right. fights. They didn't like the uh, the Chinese, but big fights. But again, I think I won that, and I want to thank everybody for <laughs> Brian, for sticking with Brian, me. Brian, I've one. decided if you get more than let's say there's a hundred and five comments. Yeah. If you get ten of those saying you did a good job, I give you the win. Hey guys, you know what happened just now? I won this. Huh? <laughs> I mean. I just I just read you an article from the New York Times. <laughs> William, let's recap. I read you an article from New York Times, William Sapphire. We were very aware of what the government was trying to do, and it got shut down. We also know that free enterprise and nerds come up, who are very smart, come up with, and all due respect for nerds, and that's, not a derog- that's not a derogatory term, come up with things like Facebook that we all use. Uh, products. Big tech came up with products we got addicted to. And we also know that uh, there's a UFC fight this weekend. Let's go. Uh, Islam Makachev, Drew Sober. Don't know him, but Islam, I'm not betting against anybody with a name like I don't know, Islam Drew Dober's Makachev. good, dude. Yeah, but he is, but he's fighting a dude with a chin strap beard. Yeah, and you those can't. guys, those guys, those Dagestani guys never bet against them. Yeah, yeah, They've yeah. been fighting too long. He fight, he trains with Khabib. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I, I like Dozier. Look at that jaw. I, it's going to be a good fight. It's going to be guys hungry versus polished. This next the, fight, Tiago, to, Tiago Santos. Oof. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alexander Rachel. I hope he gets back. Rachel. You know, he fought John Jones pretty valiantly with like 90 injuries. Yes. So I hope he gets another chance to fight where he doesn't get hurt. It's going to be a tough one. Have um, you seen Rockick fight? Or- have no. I seen uh, who? Alexander. I've Rock- not seen Rockick. No, Rockick. He's good, dude. Is he? He's He's insane. Okay, I, now I'm now, starting to get a little skin in this game, okay? Peter Jan, Aljamain Sterling, that's a great fight. Aljamain Sterling, 607, upstate New York, from the same kind of area as three legends of fucking combat. John Jones, 
El Jermaine Sterling, Sam Tripoli. Okay, well, legends okay, you're right. of combat. You're right. Now, these are good fights because I, Peter Jan's a beast, as we know. A fucking beast. But Al Jermaine Sterling is a super athlete. Yeah. So. Which I, always makes why I love MMA more, more than boxing. I love boxing. But the reason I love MMA so much is yeah. like, just because you're the better athlete doesn't mean true that you're gonna win and 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 spinning shit and all that doesn't work. Guys like Peter Yan, Peter Yan's like a is Frankie Edgar 2.0, and and I just feel like those guys who can just walk you down, and none of the tricks work against guys like Yan. But um, Algermain, if there's anybody's gonna be Peter Yan, this is the fight. This is the biggest test for Peter Yan. If Peter I Jan love Algermain, Algermain, fuck. I just love that like. So much of MMA at this level is discipline. Like, oh, I love yeah. that. It's well, discipline. also, if they're fighting five rounds, it's how you pace for the first three. It's how you, like, you know, don't waste your shots. Just wait. Look for your openings. Feel them out. It's like, it's so interesting. This is high-level chess. High-level chess. Now we got Amanda Nunez against Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson, big, big, strong. Woman. Oh, dude, with super length, too, yeah. dude. Like, she's got those crazy long arms. Yeah, this is a great fight. The problem she's is, gonna get stopped. is Megan Anderson have enough uh, experience to be able to last with Amanda Nunez, who is undisputed the greatest female combat sport athlete of all time of all time here's the here's the i would say if i had to choose the deciding factor besides besides all the things that amanda nunez has there's a there's a physical component to this uh, amanda nunez has more speed she's got speed she, her hands everything is faster that's the other problem with amanda nunez she throws with a different pace from what i can tell well she's the evolution of female <laughs> mma yeah like we said earlier we're, you know we're going from Girls just wanting to try it and do it, and the UFC being like, "Hey, who wants a fight? You got a vagina? Yeah. Get in there!" Right? <laughs> versus, yeah. versus like, "Hey, I'm training for this shit. I'm gonna fuck some people up." <laughs> yeah, you got a vagina? Go in there. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's yeah. These are these are highly skilled athletes. Yeah, I mean, Amanda like, Nunez strikes. I make the argument there are a couple. There there are three women who Amanda Nunez, Valentina Shevchenko. I'm gonna actually throw Rose Namajunas in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw uh, Yuani and Jenjek in there. Hold on, hold on. And, You're and leaving gonna, that Chinese and, and chick. The Chinese out? woman. I gotta keep the Chinese woman in there. Chinese too. chick. I'm, is gonna, a I'm, I'm throwing her in there too. So those women, in my opinion, again, in my opinion, I believe those. What about women, cyborg? I, yep, cyborg too. I believe those women throw bones. I believe they throw feet. They throw knees, elbows, and hands as well as anyone, any guy that's ever stepped in the ring. I ah, let's it. not go crazy here, but I think technically know, they're incredible. Listen, they are great. I might they be are wrong, great. I, I just personally think they're one generation behind the next generation. Yeah. You're going to see, you're going to see the Anderson Silva female. It's going to be sick. But I think yeah. that Chinese chick yeah. is like, when I watch her fight for the first time, I'm like, oh, this girl throws like a guy. Yeah. Like her mechanics are like a guy. It's well, like her body is also, it's, you know, I don't know what's going on, but her body is just, uh, it's just a different thing. Zhang Wei Li is her name. Zhang Wei Li. I like, I think she's an evolution. She's incredible. And like her and Joanna, you know, that was a great fight because you have two super advanced fighters who are, aren't like your typical 
Like, I mean, I'm sorry, man, but like early days in MMA was like Ronda Rousey putting people in arm bars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just, she's going up against people who want, who just available to do it. Like these, like we're seeing the evolution of female MMA. The, 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 the game has evolved. It's yeah, scary. for sure. It's scary how good these are. These women are. It's scary. And, and it's, it's going to be so exciting. I'm excited to see this fight, but Megan Anderson has her, her, she's got her work cut out for her. Mm -hmm. Now we got John Blakovich and Israel Adesanya. Adesanya going up a weight class. Um, I feel bad for this guy. John? Who? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, why does Israel get this fight right off the gate? I, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, he's like, beaten everybody at the at, at 85. And because Israel is big enough to be a contender at 205, no problem. Um, Who wins in a fight? Israel fucking prime Anderson Silva prime in his peak. I've never seen anybody like Anderson Silva. Never dude. But then again, you know, um, Israel is also like, they're from it, the it, same mold. It's a different evolution of a fighter too. taller than Anderson. I don't know. I mean, I, I Anderson Silva was so ridiculously good. I mean, he's I from don't the know, future. I don't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know that that stuff works as well on Israel. Israel does everything that Anderson I would does. still take Anderson. You see how hard it is? Young Anderson, like first coming into the M to UFC where he sit, throws 10 punches and knocks out Chris Lieben. Each one hits. I think the greatest of all time. But then again, Chris Lieben isn't Israel Adesanya. Adesanya is, has been striking for so long and knows patterns and understands that. And his face guys like face guys like Anderson Silva striking-wise. So what, what made Anderson amazing was his striking. But Adesanya comes from... You know, he comes from the school of kickboxing and has fought the very best. I mean, the um, level of fighter is much better. I yeah. just think Anderson Silva would be fit right in. Like, if you, how long ago did Anderson Silva come on the scene? 10 years ago? More than that. Yeah. 10, 15, 15 right? Yeah. I mean, like, that's why I always said about Cyborg. Like, why she, you could take Cyborg and drop her 20 years from now, and I still think she could bang. Yes, she's she's. She great. has, I mean, like, she's from that shoot boxing, right? Yeah. And, like, if you watch how she obviously studied Vandalay Silva because Vandalay had the same problem, which was throwing punches like this. Yeah. And, and then you got somebody who, like, Amanda Nunes who comes forward, and as you're throwing these whoops, she's just going, spank, 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 forward, yeah. dude. Yeah. Which is what I do when I debate you. You're coming in like the CIA and this, and I'm just like this. No, Brian, this is how like you this. debate bop, on the show. Bop, this is how you debate bop, on the show. Bop. It's like I'm a cock. Take it <laughs> in my ass. That's how you debate on the show. That's how you debate. That's on not the show. how I debate, dude. Yeah, you totally That's not debate fair. on the show. No, no. You're like I'm a cock. Please don't fuck me. <laughs> Please flip my shitter. Hey, no, so who do you got not, in this fight? Listen, you got. Hold on. I am very nuanced in my argument, and I've never made an argument where I wasn't facing the camera. I have never, for the record, done this. Oh, fuck I'm, my I'm, butt. I, I, I am, that is, you, you have to take that back. I will for not. my honor, I, I, am, I am outraged. I will not. I am outraged. And why is my head buried in the fucking, <laughs> it, my head isn't even up? I'm like no, hiding it. Because that's what, so nobody sees your tears. Uh, Hey, so who do you got in this fight? Because I got to go. I got to go with Israel Adesanya. I, 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 Jan is a big, powerful man. Jan's a great fighter, dude. Yeah, but... But I do think the Israel, Israel uh, hype train 
My personal opinion is like Jan's going to have to dominate him to win because the UFC loves him. They you just, might see you might see Jan doing some wrestling shit, and and Israel is now dealing with a guy who's big or bigger than he is. So, you you might see Jan trying to do some wrestling shit that Israel is going to have some trouble with. If they clinch up, it's going to be interesting. But I got to go with Israel. I think as far as just he's going to just I think it'll go decision. And if it goes decision, you're going to see he's just going to he's going to beat him in, on on. The I draw. just love that like two guys from two different countries are fighting for a title. I think that is what. I love about your best versus Nigeria. Yeah. Against Poland. Nigerians got some fucking Nigeria, dude. Dude, they got like some of the smartest people in the world, and dude. And athletic people. Smart and athletic. Yeah. You're not Kamaru Usman. Around. Yeah, Kamaru Usman. Usman's just nasty, dude. Yeah, he is. He's All right, guys. Uh, this has been great. Winning again. No, See you in New Jersey. I, I look forward to your comments because you guys know who won this one. Sam <sighs> thinks that the CIA invented rock and roll and everything else and that the government's that smart. We all know that they're not and that nobody's that smart. And uh, and Sam took a big L. And I think he took it gracefully, even though he described me as somebody who gets cucked in the box and gets his shitter flipped. <laughs> God bless. See you in, see you in Nashville. See you in Jacksonville. See you in Omaha, Nebraska, kids. Uh, Sammy, where are you going to be again? I'm going to be in Morris Plains, New Jersey, and then I will be in Texas. And then, yeah, just go to samtriply.com. Get all them dates, dog. When people ask, yeah. is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.